Hello and welcome to the Find a Pattern, Hack the System podcast. This episode is going to be about redefining how we view knowledge. So first of all, what is knowledge? We first come across the concept of knowledge probably in school, since that's where we are introduced to learning in general. And the way that that happens is, the teacher told me that I need to learn this, so probably it must be important. Which, of course, is true to a certain extent, especially when it comes to higher education and learning classes for your specific major. Of course, there's things that you have to know that you might have to apply in your job. But knowledge being something more than that is never really acknowledged. And for good reason, because you're going to a school or such a place to actually gain specific knowledge that you have chosen to study. But what I want to emphasize here is seeing knowledge as something more than that, something more fulfilling, something that you can do in your free time, you know, but just because you're bored, study something interesting, not because you have to, but because you're actually interested in it. I think that removes a very big limitation for when it comes to exploration of new concepts and, of course, applications of creativity. The limit that we're overcoming creates a result that expands the possibility of knowledge as a concept. Which to me is very fascinating, because I see how new knowledge highlights these interesting connections that I did not see before, and I see how my thought process changes in real time due to the new things that I have learned or the new connections that I've spotted across different kinds of knowledge. And another thing that school teaches us to believe is that we have to study just one thing. Let's say you're majoring in art and you also want to study something of the polar opposite, let's say something in the sciences field. And technically you could do that, you can major in one, minor in the other one, but it's not something that is typically done. And for people who like to explore more than just one aspect of knowledge, it can be a bit of a limiting thing. So therefore, again, the importance of learning on your own is something that school definitely does not show us as a possibility. Because if you want to learn a specific topic, you probably might want to go study with a professor, you want to take specific courses because they have studied that specific concept for a long time, so they probably know what they're talking about. And of course, there's probably one way to learn all of it. You learn a bunch of facts, you write that on a test, and yes, you know it. What I'm getting at here is that school says that there's just one way to do this, and there's probably no other way. I mean, because it has been like this for years and years and years. And if you're not learning from the ways that the school teaches you, then you're probably the weird one instead of the school system, which is making everyone do exactly the same thing, even though everyone has different approaches. This is not new information, but what I'm saying with this is that if you realize that you can learn things in your own ways, learn what you want, it just removes such a limitation from your life. It literally opens up the possibilities for creativity, for exploration, and actually bringing joy into learning. Alright, so how do we actually go about this and make this experience, this environment that we seemingly cannot change, how can we make it better for us? One interesting way of looking at this is to be selfish with what you're being taught in school. Meaning, yes, there's going to be topics you might not enjoy, you might not find any interest in, but what if you take it from a perspective that you find inspiration in the most unlikely places? This is more philosophical, but... Applying this idea to this knowledge that you might not feel particularly interested in 
it can actually bring upon really interesting insights for your own learning experience. Meaning that if you take the time aside and figure out what your goals actually are when it comes to creativity or creative projects, uh, career goals, and all of those bigger life goals, then you're going to realize that you actually know where to start and what you need to learn in order to achieve these goals. Therefore, being guided by your future vision and ideas. When you're guided by your future goals or ideas, you're going to be intuitively guided to the knowledge that you need. And if you do come across knowledge that you think you might not need, you can turn it around and make it beneficial to you, especially when it comes to school. So with this, with knowledge that you think you might not need, yes, you do have the ability to say that, no, I don't need this knowledge, but make sure that it is because you know what you want to do with your life instead of it just being out of laziness. No, I just don't want to learn it. Because sometimes if you learn something that you thought was not going to be as impactful to you, it can turn out to be really helpful and it never really hurts to learn something new either way. Meaning that you definitely have power over what is being taught to you in school. And that is not the only option that you are given. And realizing that there are so many more other resources that you can take upon yourself to learn from. And one of the most interesting and unlikely sources of knowledge and new information can also be your own mind. By the means of creating different connections to what you already know. So you don't just have to be learning new facts constantly just by watching a million YouTube videos. Intuitively searching for answers within your own mind can have very interesting application when it comes to more technical aspects like sciences and maths and computer related things. Because the way that these worlds work is that they live by predetermined, set, deterministic rules that cannot be stretched or even questioned. I don't mean this in the sense that I'm going to start questioning what is gravity, but or not believing in gravity as a concept, but I mean this more in the terms of creating something new and stretching the possibilities of what has been created currently within the technological and scientific fields. Because, for example, if you come with an idea that requires an extension of the already existing technology, you're going to be greeted with, what? You want to do what? No, you can't do that because that's not how things work. Well, what if we change how things work? Because we see this time and time again in music with artists who redefine genres, create new sounds that have never been heard before. But within the technological fields, it is not accepted as an obvious thing to use your mind as a source for extending the already existing rules. I mean, the best example of this right now might be Tesla, because you can see Elon Musk creating all these insanely interesting innovations that everyone is just watching with their mouths open, like, wow, how did he come up with that? Well, because from interviews, you can see that he has spoken a lot about learning and constantly improving his skill set. And he is essentially an engineer, not simply just a businessman. So what does that tell us is that he has this knowledge, these dots, this network that we he can connect and create new ideas from with using his mind. Meaning not depending on the knowledge, but using the knowledge to use your mind as a source of finding creative solutions within areas that might not have that as the norm. So this is more for the technological fields and using your mind as a source for that. But there's also a very interesting way to visualize the network of knowledge 
for your own mind. Sometimes what I like to do in these kinds of situations is to take two polar opposite ideas and see how they connect in the most interesting ways despite being in completely and almost unrelated to each other. So in music, for example, if you want to figure out your own sound, you're probably going to start with uh, the most intuitive thing is probably the music you enjoy listening to. And finding these nuances in your favorite artists and applying that or kind of trying to create this mosaic of your own sound. We can take the same approach when it comes to something as technical as math or even programming, meaning that, again, all knowledge is a pattern, all knowledge is the same, no matter what it is. By saying all knowledge is the same, I mean knowledge is more of a network. And if you have a network, you can find interesting connections between sometimes completely unrelated concepts and use them in interesting ways to fuel your creativity. And that is something that school really fails to acknowledge in any way, because it likes to separate different subjects. And all that school shows us is that there is very big separation between different types of knowledge, meaning technical knowledge and artistic knowledge are completely different things and they're unrelated. And they separate it even further when it comes to majors and specific areas of study. Of course, it is important to delve deep into specific subjects if that's what you're going for. But here I mean it more in a universal and a global view of knowledge, meaning that Yes, schools are for their own purposes, but when it comes to your own self and your own projects and what you truly want to do, school only becomes such a small fraction of all the possibilities of learning. And you can also take this as a thought experiment, take two completely unrelated ideas and see how they connect. And that always leads up to very interesting insights. So overall, this is a matter of perspective. Perspective of knowledge, what it is and what it can do for you. Because when you understand that all knowledge is just something that can add on to a bigger thing or just create a new connection within your creative thinking, you understand that no concept is ever complicated. Everything can always be broken down into simpler, more understandable terms. And with that also comes an independence of learning. Meaning if you want to learn something, you probably you won't wait on anyone to teach it to you. You'll find your own ways to learn it, no matter how complicated it is. And I think that is a very powerful tool, especially when it comes to creation. Going with the fact that nothing ever is complicated and it can be broken down into simpler concepts, just because something is more complicated, it doesn't mean that it's objectively more valuable. Meaning that you can create immense value from the simplest elements of knowledge. You... You don't need to learn the most advanced calculus classes to create something amazing with your life. And any additional knowledge that is more complicated, you can find joy in learning that also. So what I want you to understand from this is that knowledge is way more than studying. It's way more than learning. And you can use knowledge as a tool to fuel your creativity. Not something you depend upon, but something you can use as an additional source of inspiration. This was the third episode of the Find a Pattern Hack the System podcast. Thank you so much for listening.